Okay, so we're live. Welcome to the Magic Minds Podcast. I'm Matt Bourke. If you've already listened to last week's podcast, you will know I am in Thailand. Uh, I recorded that episode. Well, no, I recorded the intro. The, the episode was already recorded. I do them. I do like a block of them, so I have them there and I can throw them out when I need them. Uh, so i done the intro. I always do the intros for us and talk, have a listen to the show and then I do an intro. Uh, that one was brought to you from... Kosan Road in Bangkok. Uh, I got a text from one of my mates to ask me, was I drunk when I was doing the intro? I definitely wasn't drunk. I swear to God, I wasn't drunk. I was seriously hung over. Seriously hung over. Uh, every day on the holiday, I've swore that I won't drink. And that generally goes uh, belly up. Uh, once I start having food, I go, ah, sure, I'll have a beer. And then all of a sudden, I'm on the lash. Which, look, that's allowed. When in Rome and all that. So, currently at the moment... Uh, today is Saturday the 3rd of November I actually said in the intro in the last one that it was the 31st of November so that's why probably I sound like I was locked but I wasn't I just uh, I don't uh, do any editing for these I don't do any note take for these I just go at it knock on the mic and start waffling away and whatever comes to me I just whack out so sorry about getting the day wrong and I definitely wasn't drunk uh, right so I did say that I would uh do three shows, uh, one a monk, two a boxer, a toy boxer, and three uh, a transgender, aka ladyboy. I couldn't have changed my plan. I'm definitely going to do the monk, and that's today. I've done that recording, so I'll talk to you about that in a minute. Absolutely going to do the toy boxer if I can, because they're two things I'm really passionate about uh, sports and obviously spirituality and uh, meditation and all that kind of stuff. As far as the ladyboy thing, uh, I'm going to give that a miss. The reason for that is I did start the process and I did go and talk to a couple of them. And to be honest with you, I just felt really uncomfortable talking to them. It just didn't feel natural for me. It didn't feel like a shared conversation. I just felt uncomfortable. The other two, the whole three of them are part of the, the toy culture. Uh, and I wanted to bring that. This podcast was all about me sitting down with people I really want to sit down with and have the chats and find out about their life. I don't know. I, I, just, I just don't connect to, uh, to, to lady boys and, and, and all that thing. I don't know. I just felt weird. Not because of them, just because of me. And I just didn't feel comfortable. Uh, it just felt a bit odd. So, And that would probably come across in the interview. And, you know, the ones I met, you know, you know, it was either about sex or getting you in to see a show. And I don't think... I, they'd have the the wherewithal to sit down to me and talk to me honestly about their life. I don't know. Maybe they would, but they're just my uh, my perceptions, and I'm gonna go me go feel on it. It didn't feel uh, natural for me, so I'm not gonna do it. You know, I get nervous in all interviews. Like even with the monk, I was seriously nervous, but the the reward outweighs the 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 nervousness you know I'll go through that because sitting with them or sitting with a toy box it'd be just amazing to understand their life as a as a monk or a, or a sports person to, to, to understand what they do in life you know it was well worth the, the the nervousness that I go through I just want to do a good job that's why I suppose I get nervous but uh, so yeah as the song goes uh, two out of three bad if I I have the monk done if I can get a toy boxer that would be absolutely fantastic I also said that I would do a review of the show separately I'm not going to do that uh, I'm probably going to throw it in at the, the intros like I'm going to do now so I'll give you kind of an insight now to, to my, my journey and why I, I chose Thailand so 
why did I choose Thailand? I was here years and years ago, uh, maybe 10, 20 years ago. So 10 or 15 was the last one, and the first one was, was, was 20 years ago. So why did I t choose Thailand? I suppose now, looking back, it's probably their, their attitude. It's probably them as a, as, a, as a person, as them as people. They're really, really soft, gentle, and respectful kind of people. And I warm and connect to that, you know. So I probably chose that. Uh, why did I come on my own? I haven't a clue. It just felt like something that I needed to do. When I spoke to people about, you know, holidays and they said they've been on their own, I was always very uh, mindful. Jeez, I'd love them to do that. And I was I was impressed. I was impressed that they'd be able to go off and travel on their own because I'd never really travelled alone anywhere on my own. You know, I had the break up in, in January and uh, I've never traveled alone i've never done anything never went to the cinema on my own it just felt like something that i needed to do uh, so i chose thailand and uh, probably subconsciously because they're, they're nice people and it's that's warm and it's gentle and it's inviting so i said why not give that a go and uh, i was very nervous about uh traveling on my own uh, how i'd feel will i miss the company and to be honest i do at times but i have to be mindful as well that i'm drinking each day so although the drink calms your monkey mind at night it also uh, sets it off the next day and you can't really trust those thoughts the next day because the way i always look at my mind is would i believe these thoughts if i was in a calm and clear state if, if my mind was clar clear and i had clarity would i still feel the same way then i would trust that thoughts and you know when you do have a few drinks it calms you down and it gives you clarity and you're not overthinking and you're not analyzing and critiquing everything and when i am clear of thoughts i don't feel lonely and i don't feel sad and i don't feel any of those things so i can't really trust them so it's just the demon drink and it's the demons in my mind overthinking so all in all i have to say that it's been a deadly and positive experience of traveling my own yes I suppose I would love the lads to be here. I would love to share the experience. But you know what? Along the way, I've met some mad, crazy people. Like, uh, I've done the two days in, in Bangkok. And I met these two Canadian lads. And I thought Irish people can drink. Jesus Christ. These two lads were absolutely bonkers. But you know what? They were absolutely sound as well. I was at the bar on my own. And I just got talking to them and they were like, who are you here? And I'm, I said, I'm on my own. He said, well, come on over and have a few drinks with us. But I was just drinking beer. They were drinking Thai whiskey. And there's a bucket that you get. Uh, it's called the Thai whiskey bucket. And you get like four shots. You get some concentrated Red Bull and you get some Coke. So instead of getting the four shots, the lads were getting eight shots in the, in the bucket. And they were getting a bucket each. You meant to share the bucket with a couple of people. They were getting eight shots. And they were getting the Diet Coke and they weren't getting the concentrated Red Bull. They just wanted the alcohol. So I was like, you're having a fucking laugh. Uh, so I just stuck with having a couple of beers and then I left them to it. And then I ended up bumping into them later on. They were in a restaurant with a couple of girls and they invited me over. Again, they were drinking bottles of whiskey and bottles of vodka. I just stuck on the beer. But you know what? I had the absolute crack with them. They were just sound and welcome them. And same with the girls. Uh, so that was so they're the kind of people I've met, you know, uh, brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Oh, I did bump into an Irish lad, and I found this absolutely strange. I just says hello like I do to anyone. I was like, "How's it going? What's the crack?" And he's like, "Oh, you're Irish." And I says, "Yeah, what's the story? How are you getting on?" 
And he was like, oh, unfortunately, though, but you're Dublin. You're from Dublin. And I was like, I can't believe this fella just said that. What a shy bag attitude to have. Who gives a rat's whether I'm from Dublin? We're surrounded by millions and millions of people in this huge place. And we bump into each other and we're both Irish. Why have the tribalism? Why would you say that? I, I just didn't get it. Uh, but a few drinks on him and probably, I don't know. But look, I didn't take any offence. So I just said, ah, here, look, I'm from Dublin. Who gives a rat? You're from wherever. Can't even remember where he said he was from because it's irrelevant. But I uh, just had a brief chat room. But it, it kind of just stuck to me. You know, why would you create that tribalism when you're in a, in a foreign country? Not that we think us against them. Or just humans should just, just be humans. Should just be, be nice and... Uh, kind to everyone you know so that just stuck uh, stuck in my mind that night I don't know how I remember that because I had an absolute feed of drink uh, that night but it did also another crazy story happened to me uh, I decided I was going to go get some watches you know fake watches r- replica Rolex whatever the lads in Ireland they asked me to pick them up some watches so I uh, went off in a tuk tuk we travelled uh about half an hour and tuk-tuks if you've never been in one is absolutely nuts they go down the uh, wrong side of the road they take crazy turns uh, on the highway whatever they just do absolutely bonkers things uh, I think the accident rate in Thailand is huge and I can see why uh, one of the guys in Chiang Mai where I am at the moment he was telling me this so anyway we go off to get the replica watches and uh, we're travelling for about half an hour and then he decides to take me up uh, a dark alleyway. And obviously I'm thinking, I'm in Bangkok. I had a few drinks last night, so me, me beer fear is there. And I start to panic. I thought I was going to get robbed. I was going to get raped. I was going to get whatever, whatever, whatever. And I was absolutely shit myself. I was contemplating jumping out of the tuk-tuk. I didn't know what to do. And then it was like a, a gift from heaven. Two monks appeared sitting on a bench. And your man pulled over to them and started talking to him and they started pointing in the direction so obviously he got a bit lost so then the kind of monk thing can't be down obviously I know that may sound stupid like a robber and a, and a, and a killer is going to start talking to monks looking for directions and that made it okay but that's where my mind was at I was thinking well he's talking to monks it mustn't be that bad but uh, yeah so the he point is in the direction of the shop so we get to the shop the shop is closed and the shorts are there and I was like oh it's closed it's closed but uh he obviously no intentions to bring me to a shop he just wanted to take me on a long spin get me money and I was like just take me back you know bring me back so then all the way back he said you want to get girls you want to get girls and I'm like no man I just want to go back to the, the hotel and get some food I don't want no girls I want anything I just you know I don't want to be a part of the sleaze uh, in Thailand I was like just take me back but I was talking to a girl in the airport and I was telling her about this and she was like, nah, that's, that was his whole intention. He just wanted to bring in a spin but wanted to take it to the girls because obviously he then gets a, a whack of the money. You know, if you go in there, he gets uh, some payment. So uh, that's the kind of thing that goes on in Bangkok. I was in Bangkok before and I had forgot that that's the type of place. So was, I couldn't wait to get out of there. It was an experience and uh, I absolutely enjoyed it for what it was, you know, it was it was it was a bit of crack. It was great meeting the lads, but I I don't think I'd ever come back to Bangkok uh, in a hurry. So at the moment I'm uh, I'm currently in in Chiang Mai. Uh, this is north of Thailand. Uh, I have to say, as soon as I got here, like even I met a, a girl on the on the plane and she was studying in America, but just the attitude and just the, the softness and 
it, it just it's so easy to connect them just lovely lovely people uh, I met a taxi guy and I'm a believer in things happen for a reason you know things don't just happen by accident uh, I met a taxi guy called Han and he's just a lovely fella now I've had experiences with, with taxi drivers in the past like a guy we met years ago in Bangkok called Danny Freeboard and he seemed like a sound well, we were green as grass I'm sure but he seemed like a sound lad back then but he absolutely rode us like Toby Maguire on Seabiscuit he got his uh, accommodation in, in Koh Samui and he got us something else but when we got there and found out where other people had paid he was absolutely after riding us but uh, funny looking back but so when I met Hom uh, and he you know I was asking what to do and where to go and he was like oh well I can bring you on tours I can do that and I was like oh will I won't I? and I was like you know what I'm going to go with me gut feeling and this fella seems absolutely sound and nice and he doesn't look like he's going to do uh, a Danny Freeboard on me so uh, yeah I'm delighted to have uh, met him you know he was the guy that then brought me on the tours uh, I told him what I wanted to do I told him I wanted to do the three interviews his English wasn't great now but yeah he's a tour guide uh, but I suppose the stuff that he talks about in English is on his tour guide so anything outside that remit was probably difficult for him so I was telling him I wanted to do the three interviews and why I wanted to do it. And it, it took me a bit of time to explain what I did and what a podcast was. And, you know, I had kept saying it was like a, a radio and he, he kind of got that. But the main thing he took from it that I wanted to spend some time with monks and I wanted to spend some time understanding the, uh, the spirituality and the Buddhism and uh, temples. So he brought me on a tour yesterday. He brought me to three different temples, the Sondok, uh, the Palap Temple, and the one at the top was called the Sutep, Dai Sutep Temple. And I was at the top of the, the mountain in the, the village. So the, the Sundok was the one at the bottom. So we went there first and I sat in on a, a talk. They were having a, a day meditation retreat. And I walked in and I was like, go in and, go in and sit there for a few minutes and, and, and see what to talk. I'm talking about meditation right now. Maybe some, might be something you'd be interested in. So I, so I went in and the monk was there and we both, made eye contact and it was amazing and he was smiling at me he's watching your name and I says Matthew normally I don't say Matthew I say Ma but most people say Mark M Max Martin they don't get it so when I really want someone to understand my name I generally say Matthew uh, and he's like where are you from and it was such a lovely lovely connection like we made eye contact and he does what a lot of Thai people and especially people in Chiang Mai do they smile at you and it's very engaging and it's deadly you know uh, so he was talking about the culture of meditation, the culture of the monks, the, the, the way of life in comparison to the people that are not, you know, uh, you know, we talk about, you know, we worry about our life uh, from the age of 20 to 80 and then we retire or 60 when we retire and, and life is over and we forget living and he touched on things such as the monkey mind, he touched on things such as uh, external pleasures to, to soothe internal pain uh, went through some dynamic meditation uh, it was funny uh, and all the while while he was doing all this he done it with a smile he was having the crack uh, it was just a lovely lovely experience but I was hoping to do the interview I'd love to do the interview with him uh, but they were busy so uh, Han brought me to the other temples the one at the very very top right up in the mountain that was the uh, 
Dausetep Temple. I hope I'm pronouncing this probably arse ways. I'll put the, the names of it in the uh, the show notes so you can look it up. I will actually put links to them. It was spectacular. So we went up there and on the way up, uh, Hom was able to explain to me the history and the culture of the, the temple and how it was all started uh, and, and why they decided to put the pagoda up there. The pagoda is where they, they keep the relic of Buddha. It was a piece of the shoulder. Uh, there's this whole story again I'll put a link to this up about the white elephant they taped it to the white elephant's back and wherever he uh, stops and dies that's where uh, they will put the pagoda and it'll be a place of worship and play and that was at the top of the mountain it was absolutely spectacular beautiful beautiful uh, scenery uh, the place just felt just lovely to be in uh, it was unbelievable what a view as well from up there you get to see the whole of Chiang Mai uh, so that was lovely so we came back down and we visit other temples, the Palasada, I can't take the name of the, let me have a look, uh, Palat Temple, Palat Temple, that was in the middle on the way down, I, I have pictures on Facebook and Instagram if you want to have a look at that, the Palat Temple, that was in the middle, that was fantastic as well, right in the middle of the jungle, unbelievable, and then we came back down then to the, the Sundok, and that's where we met Rom, uh, and that's my interview with Rom today and uh, that was amazing absolutely amazing my nerves were gone trying to set up my laptop I was rushing and uh, I was afraid that it wouldn't record and then I just sat down and talked with him and he was just such a lovely lovely man um, and then after the interview he was telling me that he was really nervous because when he seen the uh, the microphone he was like oh I didn't know what to do I was afraid that I'd lose my thought it was lovely to hear him say that but then he did say something really nice he was like I just made eye contact with you and you make very good eye contact and you kept staring at me and I like that, you know, and that, that helps eye, eye contact, you know, it was such a good thing and that's something I do, I do probably I, I look like a serial killer sometimes, I'd be staring at people but I was just so fascinated and interested in every word that he says and it was amazing, it was amazing to spend time with him and Han and what I, what I took from it was the practice of being, you know, like these people are, are very gratuitous but they don't do gratitude they just be grateful they be mindful they be meditative everything is about well-being uh, mindfulness is being being mindfulness you know being mindful you know it's not what i would do i would do gratitude or i'll be more grateful or i'll do meditation it's not about that it's not about just one practice like every day I'll sit down it's it's being meditative right the way through your life being in the now like I have great difficulty especially when my monkey mind goes bonkers I live in the past to predict the future where I need to be and being is in the the now uh, and that's something I took away from it it's not a meditation is not a a must do practice when you're, you're in a state of anxiety or worry or fears or your monkey mind is going bonkers uh, it's a thing that you just be being as your daily life you know so it was absolutely fantastic to spend that and then on the drive back Hom tells me that he had spent 10 years as a monk he went there as a boy because his family were poor and he spent 10 years and he, it, it shouldn't have surprised me but it did you know and it was lovely then so all the stuff that we were talking about during the day 
was stuff that he had learned from a monk and it was very uh was very needed that day because i had a few drinks the day before and it was my mind was all over the place you know and then it was great then just to, to spend that day so just remind me you know things happen for a reason and that's what i needed and that's what the universe had uh brought me i sound like the feckin dalai lama saying that you know but i'm all about that right now in life that things don't happen by accident that they are given what you need at the time so uh i love the day that i uh, got to spend with him my next trip i'm i'm leaving here in a day or so and i'm going down to crabby i'm going to Nang. it's a little part of crabby it's a lovely quiet island so i don't know if i'm gonna meet any toy boxes down there uh, but i'll be on the lookout so that's that's my up-to-date version of my trip hopefully that was uh interesting for you and um, so now i'm gonna hand you over and let you listen to my interview with with rom and uh, hopefully you take something from it. it was a beautiful experience any thoughts or comments you'd like to share me send us them on facebook instagram twitter yeah so hopefully you enjoy the show as always i say to you mind yourself and practice love and kindness it's the little things in life and it doesn't cost a lot hopefully you enjoy the show on the show today, I have a special guest, a spiritual leader, monk from Chiang Mai, Thailand. Ram, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you, Thank you for having me. I'm absolutely buzzing to have you on the show. I'm delighted to have uh, spent some time with, uh, with a monk. How long have you been uh, a monk studying? Uh, it's almost, I've been a monk for almost 10 years. And I started as a monk, as a young monk. As from my countries, I'm from Nepal. I ordained as a novice there around 10 years ago. And I came here in Thailand for education. And I became monks for the 40 audience about four years ago. Yeah? Yes. So what, what, does, it, what does a day look like for, for a monk? What do you do? Okay, as a monks, we live in temple. And we have like temple schedules because like monks we live in that's many hundred two hundred monks living together we have to do some of this like uh, group activities then we have to some schedule we have to wake up early morning uh, yeah. normally in my temple we wake up at four o'clock and we have to preparing for the, the morning chanting or meditations around the one hour uh, like we do have like chanting twice in the morning and evening the morning sections will start around. Uh, 4 30 or 5 o'clock normally we start chant at 5 o'clock but if we are ready then we go to temp uh, hall then we waiting for other friends to with doing meditations in the morning because the morning time is doing meditation is good for ourselves yeah. and after that we have like uh, we have to go to outside the temple to collect donations because monks like based on donations then food we get from donations and around 6 to 7 o'clock in the morning around seven o'clock we take breakfast together the monks we're sharing food with others and after that we do it's like kind of temple work like sweeping temple cleaning temple could be this some different uh will be divided some some monks being like this we separate the work and around nine nine o'clock we come to university we study university they come to university and we uh didn't come to university they study buddhism in temple with like senior monks and Around 11 o'clock we have breakfast lunch because monks we have to take uh, food before noon. We don't allow to take after noon. It's like monks no dinner. So is that a kind of, is that a kind of form of fasting? Uh, it's not like uh, for monks it's not necessary. That is a kind of like minor rules. If there's situations like if I'm sick, if I have to take medicine in that situation, okay. 
because in one month we didn't use like physical energy not so much like you guys yeah. and that's why if I eating evening food then if I go to meditation practice studying maybe if I know lazy then I feel sleepy and this could be not good for health as a special for monks if yeah. we take evening food. It's not necessary. But some situation, if I'm really hungry or I have to take medicine, suggestion by the doctors, in that situation, okay to take. Because monks' life is based on donations. Maybe we'll collect food in the morning one time, then maybe for that school time for maybe it's okay. But if it's separate for three days, like for whole days, maybe it's not good even. Yeah. Right? That's why it's monk. Dinner is not necessary for monks, especially, right? But wow. it's like not allowed, not like that. It's not necessary. Okay. Right? And we finish like before noon, then we continue our class until four or five o'clock, then back to temple. Again, like temple duties, like swimming temple or something. Could be deep in the temple, like some days we do have temple work a lot. And after that, we take a shower, we're preparing for evening chanting around six o'clock and six to seven, seven thirty. Then it was kind of like homework assignment, preparing for the next class, okay. the next days. Then around nine or ten o'clock is our bedtime. Normally I sleep at yeah. ten, ten o'clock. Yeah. How often do you, do you meditate? Normally, as a monk, we live in temple, like group practicing. So we do have like do twice a day. If I'm not participating monks yet here, I'll go to chanting there. But today I'm here. Then I can attend the evening chanting. Then I did the morning chanting as well. Then I do meditation there, there as well, like kind of silent, silent meditation. Oh yeah. But meditation not only sitting cross leg, closing eyes, not <laughs> only like that. Okay. What Medi type of meditation is it then? Uh, it's like more about like training meditations. I told that one. When we like sitting like this, that is like kind of training. But when we have to apply our meditation in our daily life, when I'm talking, if I have to be concentrated, what I'm talking. If I have to know mindful what I'm talking, right? This is also meditation. Okay. How do we apply in our daily life? That's why normally we train the meditation like twice a day, and normally we practice. We try to be awareness, mindful, on 24 hours. We try. Okay. But I'm still doing. I'm still practicing. Yes, are you? Are you always learning? Yes, because Buddhism is like way of life to learn. What are, What are the benefits? Of meditation. Okay, like it is actually like to you. Like if you like you to try to going back to your home, you walk with mindful. Maybe when they cross the road, you have to check the red light, truck, bus, or something. Then everything you mindful on that, and you don't have mindfulness. Just you walk, which is the good and which is the benefit. Then you will see that. Being mindful, being like practicing meditations, you will get the benefits. You will be at least you save from the problem, dangers. And this is kind of like benefit from meditation. Like not who just sitting cross leg and they will get benefit. They can get it, but if how do they apply in their life? That is the most important. Not like that when you have problem then we cross leg and we sit in meditation, they will free from problem. Not like that. Everyone wants to use it as a cure, don't they? Yes. Normally, yeah, normally people, they thought that when you have problem, do meditation. Then meditation can solve problem. And people, they understand wrong, understand, oh, no, meditation cannot help. It's more, more tension, more worries. When you, because when you're closing eyes, then we get more chance to start thinking. Many things come to distract our mind. How do we stop that monkey mind? I was just By talking to my, my, my brilliant uh, tour guide. You know, Western people, I'm not saying all Western people, but me specifically, 
I live in the past mm -hmm. to predict the future. Mm -hmm. I find it very difficult to stay in the now sometimes, especially when there's a problem. How do we... Yes, if you know that your mind is past and future, then you can do it. I told him, oh, very nice. If you don't know that you are now thinking about future, then how can you bring your mind to be present? You have to know that your mind, mindfulness first. Every situation, every moment. Like you think, okay, it's, I'm thinking past, uh, futures. Now I'm doing meditation. If you bring it here, so we can talk after, like breathing in, breathing out. Like when you have too much thinking or something, then we can take long breathing in, breathing out. Normally, at that moment, mind is automatically coming here. This one technique. We need practice. Without practicing, is nothing impossible because Buddhism is not based on theoretical. It's more about practical. Not based on belief, based on understanding. Wow. And that's why it's like, it's like, if practice, it's okay, anyone can do that. So awareness, self-awareness yeah. is a huge key to it. Mm, yes, because like Buddhism, gold, the, like the goal to now is how to find peace and happiness. I just give you to one example to the backing home. If you when you go back, you're breaking your legs or you're getting like accident fractures, and you go to safely your home, right? You will see the benefit, and you will get the result. When you go there, it's not only you get benefit from that your meditation, yet your mindfulness. Your family is really happy to see you as a success. Even we have like injuries, like accidents. The people, or people like your families as well, they're not happy to see that situation on you because they love you. That's why it's like we have to understand first. Before we do meditation, we have to know that what is meditation, why you do meditation, and like for who do we, who like we walk, we do meditation for whom? Right. Normally we think about meditation is like for Buddhism, for monks, for Buddhas. Then people think that we do meditation for the, those things, for God. But especially we do meditation for ourselves. When you know that, okay, it's meditation for me. I get benefit from this, 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 this one. Then everyone, they have intention, they have right effort to continue their meditations. Wow. How do we, I, I was listening to another monk earlier, he was doing a talk, and he talks about uh, love and kindness and forgiveness. Mm -hmm. How do we How do we practice more of that in, in life? It's like... Because sometimes uh, it's very easy to choose anger, mm -hmm. hurt, pain. You know, it, how do we open our hearts to, to choose love and kindness more? It's also based on the practicing. Don't expect that only one time this level, right? Not like that you, you want to practice loving kindness, you want to be kind person, then you immediately change yourself now. Because we have behavior, our behaviors. What do you do in our days, every days? That is our behavior. Like normally, like some people there, this person is very angry person. This person is very funny. This person is very lovely. Then how do we, because they person, their behavior every day is, that is their nature, right? It doesn't mean that that angry person can be, becomes lovely. To become lovely, to become kind, if they want this one, if they know that they don't have this one, try to find this one first. It's more about understanding, right? Because 
I have this one, but I didn't have this one. Okay. Then if you want this one, you have to create this one, then you try for this one. Because no one can bring you, okay, this is the pack for loving kindness. So using your, no one can give you. You have to find it yourself, in yourself. That one you can get only from practicing. Absolutely. Again, the, the monk in earlier was talking about uh, people seek external gratification, external pleasures mm -hmm. to soothe internal pain. Mm -hmm. How do we move away from that? How do we? How do internal you, pain, like internal suffering. You know, you know, like we look for self gratification, like whether drink, drugs, girls, mm -hmm. cars, money. You know, to, like to soothe to, to, in inner pain. How do we? How do we change that? Mindset. Just knowing ourselves first things. And I, I just talked about you to like knowing ourselves. It means like if a thing is enough for me, this is necessary for me, then we'll be happy with that one. If we don't know, if we like if we lose ourselves, how much is enough for me? If I don't know that one, then I will be more like become crazy, craving to get more and more, more and more. Because more, human nature is. Never will be enough. Absolutely. More you have. More money, more jobs, more, more success. Want. Yes. Like if you just, just know that, how, what you need. Like, okay, you work tired. Like you just said, that drink or something. Okay, that situation. You need kind of like a little bit to drink. Maybe helpful. Maybe you will get more relaxed. Take it. If you know that level, you can sleep well, you can work well, work well, you can communicate people to work. If you too much drink, you lose your mind. Even maybe you will destroy everything. Right? Just know that what is that your limit. It means like balance yourself. Okay. You need to balance yourself between you and others. Your body and your mind. Not like that we try to find internal happiness, but not things about like material things. Material things also happinesses. We need those things as well, but we have to balance how much we need. Okay. Like normally, we know that how to find as a like physical happiness, like uh, material things happiness. Like, okay, you need gas. You got it. You happiness. Why are you using for glass? Maybe from maybe when you walk in the afternoon, the sun rays could be affecting your eyes. Maybe you're not comfortable to walk or something. You will feel some disease or something. That's why you're using. It's okay. You still have using for that one. But the new brand is coming again. You want, but purpose to using is same. But we don't know that why we want that one. The same working. Right, if you know that that situations like kind of balance between you balancing yourself, it means like maybe that amount, that money, you can do in other other things, other need. Maybe you can help others coming loving kindness. Not only yourself, because you may be we never enough. We have to learn to enough. I feel. When I practice love and kindness for myself, and I forgive myself, mm -hmm. and I was listening to the, the monk, the previous monk earlier, and he was talking about you know uh, forgiving yourself when you do something wrong. You know, mm -hmm. it's about learning and not doing the same mistake again. 
I feel if I practice love and kindness and I'm forgiven to myself, I'm easier to the world. I'm nicer person. Yes, normally, like the forgiveness, or like when you hurt, it's more easy. Then when a situation comes, we don't know how to forgive. Like something like we did mistake. We're human being. We make mistake. If we didn't make mistake any time, then how will we be success? Then how do we know the right? First, we have to know the mistake first. Then it means like we have chance to do good again, one more time, in that situations, right? We get like more, like more motivate to ourselves, not like disappointed or like because that was happened already. We cannot recover that one, go back. But what we can we can do, recover by doing good now. But past is gone. We only have now. But we, our mind, we been there. Then we cannot. We just attach with love what we cannot do. What we can do, we didn't forget. We forget it that one. Then we forgive this one, but we didn't forgive that one. But the reality is here. Like normally, if you like do something, you go to church, then you talk with fathers. Okay, like con confessions. Oh yeah, yeah. Go right? to church. Yeah. Yes. After do that, you feel more relaxed. Yeah. Is it? Here we do have also. Yeah. There's the mental problem, like mental stress. When you did mistake, a guilty feeling, those things. We in our head do meditation, clean your mind. Do, do you get worried? Do you get stressed? Yes, I'm a human being. <laughs> I'm not like Superman or something. Then I didn't have those things. No, I do have. Okay, okay. But maybe I can control more oh, easily okay. by okay. my practice. I, I have to say. I'm not saying I'm not comparing religions, but when I when I, I speak to people yeah. like yourself, like mm -hmm. a monk and Buddhism and Ham, and a practice Buddhism, there's a sense of calm, there's a sense of ease, there's a softness. I don't get that sometimes from other religions. I, I don't. Maybe I'm just connected to. I, I like the idea of Buddhism. Okay, uh, can it make more easy for me to this question? Make more easy for me. Oh. Your English. Okay, sorry. Because my English is not so. Okay, I'll say that again. When I'm in the presence of mm -hmm. somebody that practices and studies Buddhism, uh -huh. I find it very, I can connect to the person. I find it very soft. I find it very relaxing. Mm -hmm. I don't find that sometimes with other religions like mm -hmm. Catholicism. My family are Catholics. I don't get that softness. It it's like, um, not only like in Thailand, there's some different countries. We have like different cultures. We have another you know, cultures like in the Western cultures. There are like, people they do work a lot. They don't have time to talk with people or something. Because in Thailand, they have like very nice cultures. They smiling to everyone. Maybe they don't have time to do for themselves something, but they do have time for smiling to you always. When they smiling, they don't expect anything from you. Then they will immediately return their back. You will give smiling to them as well. See, we have to restart something. Then be calm first to yourself. You can change yourself, but you can change someone. Absolutely, you can have an effect on somebody yes. else. Right? 
I loved it, the fact that you just said that about smiling and your, your fellow monk spoke yeah. about that earlier. The smile, and even when he was doing some serious stuff in there, he was joking and messing, yeah. but smiling. and yes, It's a lovely way of being. Immediately, like, they make more closer. It is smiling. You want to say hello. Because of when he smiles. If I'm walking, I'm doing smiling, you're doing smiling, we didn't know each other. I see you smiling. Then you say, you are smiling. Hello. How are you? What's up? What's so up? Make the, kind of like, make re, like, com, like conversations, like communities, relations. Everything, everything can start from ourselves. If we can do that, it's the kind of nothing is impossible. Everyone, everything can do. I love that but analogy. Some affect by the cultures or something, because I didn't know too much about the Western cultures or something. Because what I heard, what I understand, there's a very busy people, right? They have to do work like time, 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 time. time. They have to very respect their time. It's good, yeah. but. Like this, more to try to find in the material things happiness. Do like I understand. Mentally, maybe they are not happy. But like materially, they have house, place, everything's like okay. This is our life, right? First, like around twenty years, we didn't have to worry because our papa and mama they provide everything for us. Then after that, we start our straight. Walk, 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 Doctor said, no. What do you want? Cannot do that. Our physical is not, cannot be accepted to those things. That's why make meaningful life. This is life. Yeah. You don't see that just how was your life. What do you do for yourself? We forget to live sometimes, don't we? Yes. We, everyone, we live. We forget to live. We forget to live. We live in the past, yeah. to predict the future, and we yes. forget the now. Now. One thing I'm taking from this time spending with you and Hom, spend some time, a long time with my driver today, is meditation is not a prescription or a practice. It seems to be more like a way of life. You just yes. do it. Yes, exactly. Meditation, or like you said, Buddhism is a way of life. Yeah. And philosophy. Yeah. Buddhism is not religions. Buddhism not based on theoretical or not believe it means like Buddha his taste. He said that after the end of his teaching, he said that don't believe me, don't believe me teaching. Investigate yourself, you will find the truth. That's very open, I love that it. That one is like Buddha said that if you practice meditation, your final goal is this one. Enlightening is this one. Peace, ultimate peace. But nowadays what do we want to do? We are here but we try to get this one. Buddha says you have to walk from here to there. Not like you just take flight <laughs> to directly to there. Brilliant. You're right? That's why we have to some misunderstanding. That's why everyone like when they want to do meditation, want to practice meditation, just I just ask them why you want to do that. 
I'm usually do when I'm trying to fix a problem. When no, I have like most a, of people they want, want to fix to my that. monkey mind. Yes, they like normally. I do meditation just for relaxation. While I do meditation, I just relax my mind. A simple example: I'm walking to like two hours without stopping. I'm feeling tired. What I do? I will try to rest. Physically, I don't do anything. Mentally, walking 24 hours. How many times we it take time for the mental to rest? Never. See, we clean our bodies at least twice a day. If we didn't clean, very bad smell. <laughs> How many times we clean our mind? Wow. How bad smell there? We eat food for physical energies at least three times, please. How many times you give food for your mind? Sometimes we don't. That's why you Only have to balance yourself, your body and mind. Looking people, very handsome, beautiful, very attractive, super physically, mentally, worry, tension, anxiety, hatred, killing, delusion. Few of them was me. Few I have to. Think. Most of the people, even I do have those things yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, wow. Because it's it's like human nature here. Then why didn't we like kind of just like. Meditation is self-development, self-development, mental development. Self-development. Yes. Okay. It means like you have to develop yourself. Meditation do for yourself. If you think Buddhism is like is me selfish or something, because do for yourself. Is it selfish? It's no. Because it's simple. Like I give you example. If you're safe in your home, your family is your relative, your home, everyone they're happy. Because they don't have suffering, they also get the benefit from the your meditation. Brilliant. Okay, I'm very mindful of your time, and I'm after taking up a lot of it already. What is the one thing you would like people to take from this interview after listening to it? At least, like I don't mean to do meditation. I like it at least. Take, relax, just for yourself, not for me, for your mind. While in meditations, meditation is not a make empty mind, being one object, concentration, one thing. You can take and breathe in, breathing out. You can choose any topic. Just close your eyes, just take breath in, breathing out. Just know that how the feeling of the breathing in, breathing out. At that moment, your mind here. Normally, our minds like we turn on the fan is number three, very fast. If you do those things, fan will stop slowly, slowly, slowly. One place and you stop. You can be being one object. Just keep trying, try. Don't give up. If you give up, you'll never get up. That's why, not to give up. Try until you'll find. Result. I love it. Uh, the monk earlier said earlier, you know, when you break impossible down, I am mm -hmm. an impossible. But when you put it together, it's I am impossible. Yes. Impossible. So. Everything is the shit of our mind. Everything. Yeah. Right. If I think is I can do that, I can do it. If I can do that, I can do it. Especially from ourselves. Like if you believe me that I can, like. 
I can climb the Everest mountain. If you believe that, maybe I will not because I don't believe myself that I can climb there. If I believe myself I can do it, maybe it will be possible. Better to believe yourself. Well, okay, let's wrap it up there. Uh, cop and cap. You're welcome. Thanks very much, man. Thank you. Okay, so there wraps up another tremendous interview. As always, I'd like to thank my supports, Noel Royley from Rooney Media. Noel has been in the graphic design business the last 20 years and producing quality work. For the last couple of years, they've been the chief graphic design for the college prospectus at UCD. Um, I've been using his services the last, I don't know, 10, 15 years, producing posters for health and fitness stuff and always, always produces quality work. So check those guys out. Also, my old pal Carolyn Harvey from ISA Nutrition. For anybody interested in dropping body fat, gaining muscle, maintaining a healthy body weight, getting rid of some nutritional ailments, she's your woman. If you're also interested in competing bodybuilding competition, male or female, I would recommend her. I am currently working with Carolyn Harvey and the success has been phenomenal. I have done a review already and I plan to do more. But if nutrition and strength condition, that area is something that you'd like to get coaching or advice on, I would check it out. And the prices are really, really good, really good, better than a lot that's out there. So I recommend you check her out. Also, Miel Crew, Kevin Doyle, sound editing and just producing and just support. Absolutely legend, Kevin. And Miel, mate, Aaron Kyo, social media. Lads, you are brilliant. The team uh, would be lost without you. Okay, so that just leaves me to thank my listeners, thanks a lot for listening. I will urge you, please, 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 share this with family and friends. We're on iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, all the kind of podcasts, mediums that are out there. We're, we're on them right the way across. We also have a YouTube channel, uh, so check us out on that. Please go on to iTunes. Please subscribe. Please leave a delicious review. We love it. Absolutely love it. So that's all the plugging I'm going to do for this podcast. As always, I will say to you, please show yourself compassion. Please spend some time with love and kindness in your life. Because if you are kind and loving to yourself, you will project that to the rest of the world. And if we can all could do that a small percentage of our day, the place would be a nice, nice place to live. Right, wherever you are in the world, mind yourself. Have a great day. Bye-bye.